Welcome to House of Rams. This podcast was recorded on Tuesday the 7th of July 2020 while we're in lockdown and the club is shut. We're using this format as a quick and easy way to find out what's going on at the club and hear direct from those running the show for us. We hope you enjoy this instalment. Today we are joined by Steve Foreman and Kevin Ellis. Steve is vice chairman of our club with responsibility for volunteer coordination and making sure we recruit and uh, retain those volunteers and has previously held many roles at the club. Kev Ellis is fresh from organising with the help of his better half Wendy this year's senior men's tour. Kev also held a number of roles across the club, firstly in the youth section as a team manager and then onto the role of first team manager, which he shared with Steve and Wendy did most of the work. So I'm going to start with you, Steve, uh, but Kev, please jump in as we go. Uh, I really got to know Steve when he was first team manager and I was first team captain. You called this time bonding, Steve. Did you want to tell us some more about that? Well, when, when we first met Paul, well, I remember uh, initially, hello everyone, anyway, hi the rugby club. That's very rude of me. <laughs> welcome along. Yeah, welcome along. <laughs> hello, Kev. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Two guys a bit nervous about using the technology and recording, but uh, we'll, we'll get over it. We'll get nervous, over it. We'll be nervous, fine. We'll be fine. Nervous. <laughs> yeah, so I remember, I remember seeing this solitary figure at 10 to 7 on the Harlow platform, and I think it was you, Paul. I think you were looking at me, I was looking at you. And we ended up doing, you, you ended up the first team captain, I ended up as manager. And of course, that's when our, that's when our bond didn't yeah. start. Yeah. yeah. So from all I can remember is very, some very late Thursday nights trying to get a team together because um, we were struggling at that time, unfortunately. It was yeah. hard, uh, but we got through it, got through it, you know, so yeah, it was good. But uh yeah, and then we would sort of carry on on the, on the train station in the morning, wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, and gather our thoughts again. And you'd often say to me, uh, oh, so-and-so's just pulled out. He's, he's injured himself. And, uh, yeah, we'd be looking again. Um, but we were definitely, um, you know, scraping round for a squad in those days, weren't we? But, uh, it was. Uh, it was a bit of a tough time when we were uh, doing that. But uh, as you say, we managed to get there and uh, it was often get to work, call a few people, make sure everything's okay um, uh, and that sort of thing. I remember a few late Friday night calls and even Saturday morning calls sometimes. But saying that, I think we were just unlocking. We had we had lots of injuries from what I can remember. Players have just gotten injured. And I think it, maybe it was the fitness, I don't know. We weren't quite used to it. But, um, you know, I look at the programme from that time, you know, uh, when we talk about um, when we play Staines, um, you know, look at the quality of the players. Well, of course, there was you. (laughs) 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 But, you know, there's Effie, James Grover, Paul Scott, you know, Mm -hmm. Tommy Johnson, Ben Jarvis, Lee Smith, Gavin McFerrin, Simon Van Beck, Rudy, you know. uh, Yeah. Awesome players, you know. That's yeah, a uh, fantastic we, squad. We were up against a few famous people that day as well, weren't we? In the Stain squad. Have you, yeah. who, who have you picked out from that program? Sorry, who who, 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 who else was on the Stains team from that program? Oh, it was all Chris Chris Sheesby was there, wasn't he? Yeah, F- famous England, you know, back row. Well, I think he'd done a lot more sevens, didn't he? But we couldn't believe when. Yeah, he was there, and also Nick Greenstock. Yeah, um, and we were, at the time we reckon they're uh, they they must be 
their payroll must have been humongous yeah. in the States. Indeed. And, uh, and this was just, um, that was that was Division 2 North at the time. Yeah. I remember they hammered us uh, away at Staines, uh, although Guffrey did make a, a, a call early in the game saying, I think we could win this, guys, after we got a line out, maybe 10 metres out from the line. And we, I think we got stuffed something like 90 points to, to, to nil. But in, the, in yeah. the, 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 the home game, I think it was a much closer affair. I think I even remember running through Sheesby at one point, and uh, I don't know how he missed me. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a good day that that, that day. I seem to yeah. we we rose to the occasion anyway. But uh, I think we yeah yeah we needed to get some form of revenge, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we did <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so uh, you're you're known about the club as Mansky, and it's a nickname that has really sort of stuck. Um, I mean, for many years I knew you only as Mansky before someone started calling you Steve. Probably your your wife Irene and. Uh, I wondered who she was talking to. Uh, how did you get the nickname Mansky, and, and why do you think it stuck so well? Uh, well, it all came from the um, the Czech tour because um, I'm trying to think who was doing the program at the time, but we all had to have um, Russian names basically because at the time Czechoslovakia was basically run by USSR. So we all decided that basically after our surnames, we actually had Ski at the end of it. <laughs> so, um, obviously, my surname's Foreman, so I was Foreman Formansky, and uh, you had Sutsky, uh, Sutty, so he's called yeah. Sutsky, you know, so everyone just said, I don't remember Brookin being called Brookinski, though, but no, there he, we go. He, uh, said, he said he was called Sinjin on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think the boys, um, yeah, because we, we couldn't figure out, figure out a Russian name for him, but Sinjin's good enough, isn't it? Yeah, that sounds quite. That sounds quite Russian. <laughs> he said someone. Found, I think it was Richard Drage found out his middle name was Saint John, and they turned that into Sinjin. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's interesting how it stuck. Obviously, it got reduced from Formansky to uh, uh, Mansky. Um, yeah, I remember nights we we used to go out um, as a team and uh, you know have a few beers, and uh, then certain period of night they used to call Mansky Mania. Um, and it sort of just, um, you know, stuck. I mean, there are other club members I remember had nicknames as well. Richard May was called the Dump Truck, but they yeah. didn't really stick with him, did it? I don't know. Obviously, Paul Clegg was Sooty. Yeah. Um, Kevin Ellis, Proud. Proud, yeah. Did you know that? Proud, yeah. Yeah, I did so, know his nickname. There we go. Kev, maybe, yeah. maybe, Kev, how did you get that nickname, Proud, then? Was it self appointed? No, it was uh, from the boys' first. My first youth team I'd done, uh, however they played, like win, lose or draw, I was always pleased with them, and they just started calling me proud, and that's just stuck from there, really. Oh, is that where it came yeah. from? I thought it was a tour name, but there we go. Oh, Yeah, yeah no, I, it is used as my tour name, but mm -hmm. that, is, uh, that come from the boys. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, it just come back to you, uh, Steve Mansky. I don't know what I'm going to call yeah. you now. But uh, I got confused there, Mansky. Yeah, we'll talk about Mansky. We'll talk about tours and stuff. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the uh, the uh, vice chairman stuff, then you call me sir. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that, <laughs> sir. Um, uh, Thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, so uh, in Brooklyn, when he was on, was talking about that Czechoslovakia tour and it being quite a uh, seminal moment in the club's history and 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 that sort of thing. You, you told me before this call that you've dug up the program. So, is there anything yeah. in that program that that you could share now that uh, uh, 
that, that might enlighten us on, on a little bit more about what was going on there. It's quite interesting when you know you look at the senior tours and the junior tours and mini tours, and it, you know it, it generally is a weekend, isn't it? And obviously, uh, for the over 18s, you're you know you're allowed to drink, and uh, three days is normally enough, isn't it? But when it's I look plenty. at the program, <laughs> I look at the program. It started on Saturday, May the twenty twenty fourth, nineteen eighty six. It was all started at eight a.m. at the club, mm. uh, ready to get our coach to throw. And when did we come back? Oh, we came back the following Saturday. So it was a whole week out there. So it's mm-hmm. quite absolutely incredible. Yeah. You know, uh, unreal for a tour. Uh, you know, it, really, it really was hard work. So in that in that program that you found, were there any descriptions of any players or, or any caricature type information in there? Well, for our listeners, I'm trying to... Because a lot of the players are obviously... Um, um, obviously, yeah, you know, our listeners won't really know, but I'm trying to think of people who are still around who still come down the club and have a drink. And I've, I've got one here that's the scrum half. I won't mention his name at the moment, but I'll start reading the uh, passage about him. Uh, apparently, he's three foot six in his stocking feet. Uh, makes breaks so fast in the field that has been known to leave his hair behind. A former bouncer for Mothercare. <laughs> and it said Martin could prove useful if the game gets tough. <laughs> and of course, that was Martin Polkenal. Um, you know, and there, there's this program so well done. There's a bit about each player on tour and about the exec who came on tour as well. Oh um, wow! Which is yeah, crazy. We should get um, that scanned and shows put, put it up. Yeah, well, so people yeah, can see yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Oh, so people can read it. But it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I you bet. Know. I bet. You you also played Colts rugby at Harlow, didn't you? And um, were, were you part of the team that went 100 games unbeaten? Of course I was, Paul. I've got the cup in front of me. <laughs> you got a cup in front of you? You've stolen something, bro- haven't you? You've stolen something there. You're supposed to have the cup in front of you. <laughs> Good child. <laughs> Winners 1981. Presented by Watney's. People remember that name. Watney's London. Uh, yeah. So, no, that's fantastic. I literally, I came out of, because there wasn't any, you know, when I came through to the rugby club and uh, the Colts, um, I was first started at school rugby at Braves Grove. There was no juniors as such, no minis, um, no ladies rugby, no girls rugby, you know. Uh, so literally, I remember one evening being picked up by the captain, Richard Drage, saying, come on, come down to Highland Rugby Club. I did. First training session, uh, Matt Tennyson, the, the scrum off, virtually broke my nose. And he said, basically, that's the last we're going to see of him. Uh, yeah. But obviously, I, re- I returned. And uh, to be fair, it took me probably a good month to get into the side. You know, I'd often be on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, a fantastic side, you know. And, uh, of course, that 100 games, is you can see, celebrated. It's in the clubhouse where the post have collapsed, where... Uh, the guys are on each other's shoulders and uh, celebrating the 100. The only, the only reason why we didn't get into the Guinness Book of Records, is, uh, I believe, is because we couldn't account for one game. Oh, really? As we would have got in the Guinness Book of Records, yeah. Oh, OK. Wow. And wow. what you'll be interested in, Paul, as well, of course, we um, often in those, those days with our Welsh connections down the club, we would tour, um, you know, go down to Wales and tour, or cross, should I say, and uh, we played Bridge End and beat them. 
and we played Swansea Uplands, I remember that, and um, just about beating them in the snow. <laughs> uh, so, now, as a Welshman, you'll be proud of us. Oh, there we go. Of course, of course. Well, we always wear red anyway, so it's close. Yeah, no, fa- yeah, fa- fantastic times. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brilliant side. It, it set up the next Colts team with a huge fixture list. Yeah. They ended up with um, the likes of Bristol, Bed- you know, Bristol, Bedford, you know, some really hard fixtures. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I came through yeah. the Colts, I remember we had some uh, fixtures like that. I mean, certainly Bedford, we, we relatively close, but I remember going down to Bristol and playing down there um, and sort of being looked after afterwards. Oh, mind you, I pulled my hamstring in that game and uh, it didn't go too well, but uh, I certainly remember some of those fixtures that we'd managed to pick up over the years because of that um, That sort of uh, that cult side that had done so well for so long. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Kev, let me come to you for, for uh, a bit. Um, so, again, I got to know you when you were first team manager. Um, do you remember when we first met? Uh, yes, I think we was uh, coming back from Norfolk or Norwich, something like that. Um, I think we stopped at a petrol station on the way home, obviously, to get some soft drinks and stuff. Uh, I was having a cigarette in a corner, and you come over to me seeing if you could punch one off of me. Yeah. I only had a few left, and then next thing you squashed it and ripped it and put it on the floor mate <laughs> Have you given it... forget <laughs> well <laughs> well should you be smoking in the petrol station well should you be smoking uh, I was, at all <laughs> I, I was round the back of the petrol station <laughs> oh, where they fill it up yeah that's it right there <laughs> yeah thanks for that <laughs> yeah, that sounds like me <laughs> that sounds like me sort of thing that I would do so how did, how did you get involved in the club Kev um Oh, I come down, uh, Christopher was invited to come down to train in 1996. He was eight years old. Uh, and then he started to get involved with Bob Aaron. He had a under-12 team at the time. Um, and then I just got involved with that in 99. And obviously Chris Locke then penciled me in to start an under-13 team. Um, and I started that with Paddy Kavanagh. Oh, he yeah. kept persuading me as well, so we started that, then uh, we got Kenny Gladden on board, and then uh, Paul Scott, we went from under-13s to under-17s, and that was my first induction into it. Yeah. Uh, I just had a, was it, uh, 2006, I was youth chairman for a season, and then I started again on a Saturday with Pete Claridge on a, a drunken... Saturday evening, and we started another team from under 13 to first year Colts, mm-hmm. and then not looked back sort of since. Yeah, uh, and and then you got involved in the first team after that. Yeah, I started helping out the first team with Steve and uh, Terry Mosley. To be fair, was, um, they needed some help, didn't they? Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, Kev, we needed we needed someone to get the old. Um... Was it the bananas? <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, I was helping them for a couple of years, and I sort of eventually, in, I think it was two thousand six, seven, I was sort of I took over from Terry Mosley, and then I started helping Steve out. Was it Terry Mosley uh, then? I thought Terry Mosley. I thought it was Alan Maddox before that. In between uh, that, was Terry doing no, it I that think, late? Yeah, yeah Terry. Uh, Terry done it before Alan, I think. Then Alan done it, didn't he? And then. Uh, um, 
Yeah, I took yeah. over from Alan and done it with Becky. Becky, oh, Becky Webb. Webb. Yeah. Just one little story about the first 15, uh, Paul. Obviously, you remember when you used to walk in the changing rooms and all your kit was hanging out. Uh, hanging up and your names and pictures and oh fruit. yeah, I used to take a lot of pride in doing that. Well, all three of us did, um, mm-hmm. and I hated it when people used to take kit away or you know it went missing. <laughs> yep, and yep. Just just recently listening to one of these uh, conversations, I think it was Weston you was talking to when mm-hmm. we was at West Norfolk and we won the league. Yeah, two top two tops disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear! I've been rumbled. I've been rumbled. That, yeah. had, that, that had nothing to do with me. They, 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 they were stolen by uh, a short little ginger man. No, yeah, yeah, I, so, I do. Yeah, I do apologise to the rest of the players for playing, <laughs> but it was uh, Mr. Einan that wasn't even playing at the time. No, I wasn't. I wasn't playing. No, no, no. It was Lee. Lee, Lee, <laughs> gave, I, I Lee gave them to the boys. There we go. But to, to, to be fair, I mean, still, uh, I still wears it now. And uh, with pride, as it goes, and uh, uh, he wore it at a, a training session with Weston on Saturday morning as well. So um, yeah. it's, got, it's gone to good use, mate. It's gone to good at use. At least I know where they're gone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can try and wrestle it off him if, if you want to. <laughs> right. well, I'm glad you're listening to the other podcast. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to tell you. So that was a brilliant day, wasn't it? When we went to West Norfolk because. Uh, yeah, it was a beautiful sunny day. We stayed over at a bit of B&B. And I remember me, Kev and Wendy having a cup of coffee, trying to get rid of the nerves and that before travelling up to uh, West Norfolk to set up the kit. We wanted to get up there early and set it all up, like Kev said. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Fantastic club up there. Fantastic. They gave it all. You know, we, we came up deserved winners, you know, and uh, celebrated, obviously, afterwards. The only thing what did go wrong the following day, Kev, wasn't it? Was um, oh yeah, we left, we left the kit in the uh, cab, and the cab <laughs> went up, went up, went off to Hans Tanton. Yeah. So uh, we we went back to West Norfolk. We? we had to wait for this cab to come back from Hans Tanton, and it must have been the hottest Sunday of the year. You know, yeah. so this cab was just stuck in traffic. <laughs> so it just took us hours to get home, didn't it, Kev? Yeah, that weren't very good. It's a punishment for having a hangover, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, Manski, I remember you, you left the kit at home when we shush, went shush, to shush. Datchworth, was it? At Datchworth, somewhere like No, not Datchworth. Uh, it was somewhere in, in Suffolk, somewhere, and we were miles away from home. But but you, you seem to have lost the kit a number of times now, haven't you? Or forgotten oh, it. Let's <laughs> just check now. You said I had a number of rolls down the club. So when, did I, when did I break my leg? I broke my leg in 1993, so that's when I had to give up um, rugby and I ended up obviously doing other bits and pieces like second team manager, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I only remember probably, well that's not bad, since 1993, probably leaving the kit at home about, what, five times? So you're basically why, why saying... Is it, why is it all... <laughs> so five times in, in the best part of 30 years, so... That's not too bad. No, not too bad. I, like, I, like, <laughs> I, do, I do remember, you know, you get scenarios. I think we were, we were driving up to Cambridge and uh, I think I was with the second team 
and I'd mark Melia in the front of the front of the car with me, and he goes, uh, well, we're just checking everything off for our heads. And I said, right, mine. So you picked up the kit, didn't you? And he went, no, I thought you did, Mesky. I went, no, that was your job. You was going to pick up the kit. He went, no. I went, great, you know. So we're like five minutes from Cambridge. So the next thing I had to do was, was ring uh, old Cantabs and say, yeah, excuse me, boys, you've got some spare kit. And luckily, <laughs> they did. It was amazing. So, uh, imagine yeah. how inventive you can be. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's just come on. What, what do you both love about rugby? I mean, you two have spent a lot of time together uh, over the years now. Um, but Kev, maybe you can go to answer that first. What, what is it that you really like about rugby? Uh, it's just the camaraderie of it all. The, you, the friends you make, and like the, through the players, you know, they they become part of your family and. It's just it's just enjoyable. You go to other rugby clubs and you meet people uh, year after year and you become friends with them. And it's just the, things like that. It's just that, so enjoyable. You know? yeah. And then uh, obviously doing it, uh, doing the first 15 with Mansky for so long, we, you know, we become very close, good friends. And uh, we both like to be here as well, which helped. It does, yeah. and, and, and fortunately you bring Wendy along, and Wendy can do all the work while you two have a beer. That's it, and she can drive <laughs> home as well. The driving's a big driving. Excellent. So, Matsky, what, what is it you love about uh, rugby? And You're probably going to say Wendy's driving now, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've got to say a big thank you to Wendy, so she was my PA, you know, she she was my second pair of hands you know, as well. You know, she was brilliant. You know, she would she would do all the ad mini stuff. Um, but I, th- I think initially coming into rugby as well, I just, as a youngster, I just thought it was amazing that uh, coming out of Colts and uh, I sort of went into the third team. And I, I couldn't believe I was, you know, you'd be playing with a GP, you know, a solicitor, a builder. It's all, you know, all the different occupations that amazed me as a youngster. You know, and then you'd have a beer afterwards. And it's just great, you know, hearing the stories and stuff. And, of course, as you get older, you start telling the stories, as we found out tonight. You know, it's, um, mm-hmm. you know, yep. it, it, it's fantastic. So, Kev, in uh, lockdown, it's been a bit different for you this time uh, or during this period, hasn't it? Anything, anything big happened in your life? Uh, just just a couple of things, mate. Um, <laughs> the, the end of uh, March, like the 23rd of March, Christopher uh, had a little boy, um, Riley. And then the 30th of March, uh, my other boy, Mark, had a little girl, Matilda Rose. So uh, me and Wendy became proud grandparents. So it, been, it was hard at first, obviously, because we couldn't see them mm-hmm. for a little while. But... It's been absolutely unbelievable. It was absolutely fantastic, it was. I bet. Congratulations. And uh, are they taller than you yet? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly, mate. Not too far off. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it won't be long. won't be long. <laughs> I'm teaching Riley a little bit, of, giving them a little bit of froth. <laughs> it's all right. Good, good, good. Um, so, um, <laughs> sorry, I lost me now, and I've got Mansky laughing. I can't, I can't. But uh, uh, so, uh, okay, we, we 
Matsky was telling us about some of the uh, tours that he's been on there, uh, but you've you've been on a few tours and you've organised quite a few as well. So, any any of your tours sort of jump out? Anything that you'd like to share with us? Uh, we've had a good few tours. But we went to Scotland twice at uh, under 17s and we went to Ireland. Uh, but one of them was uh, we was at Devon Cliffs, I think it was, or. Uh, yeah. Skegness, okay. we Devon, went as yeah. was it Devon Cliffs? We we went as fancy dress and everybody made the effort and it was fantastic. And we're walking through uh, the resort and all the little kids was there with the uh, with the staff and they all all the kids just got up and come running over to us. They was just it was amazing. Yeah, you know we've had some laughs like that. Um, we met the cheeky girls on tour. Uh, <laughs> claim to fame, and it or, or, yeah. or, or were they, were they just cheeky girls or the cheeky girls? No, they was the cheeky girls. <laughs> Ask Mr. Price about that one. Oh, okay, I've got I've got him coming out, Mr. Price and the cheeky cheeky girls. Yeah. So. yeah so we've had uh, now we've had some really good tours. All the parents and uh, all the boys put such an effort into it. You know, that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so oh, now good. Good, good. We, oh, we we did have one memorable one. We was going um, oh, some pontings, and the coach broke down. And then I think it was Dave Stradling helped the coach driver take the uh, radiator cap off, and the coach driver got scolded, went to <laughs> hospital, and another coach driver turned up. He went to do the same thing, and it took us about. Seven, eight hours, I think it was, to get to Skegness. So. <laughs> that, was, that was the longest, wasn't it? That was all. Yeah. Did you blame Stradling? Did Stradling get all the blame for that? I hope he got fined. No, I, don't, I can't remember, to be honest with you now. Yeah. He probably know. got away with it, knowing him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably got everybody else to buy him a drink. So, yeah. 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 So, that, that, that seems about, about right. Yeah. Oh, there we <laughs> we, we was going to um, the first 15 game, we was going up to Holt. And uh, most of the people on the bus, like it was Pete Clary, Bruce, Brian, you know, uh, loads of people on there. And we were just talking about how long it took us to get up that way for the tour. Mm-hmm. And all the driver turned around and said, right, we're here. And he'd taken us to uh, one of the, I can't remember the name, what was the name of the place? Pake, Pakefield. 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 Yeah. yeah, so you... Uh, he taking you to the wrong rugby club. <laughs> it's well, to the pontings instead of the rugby club. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear, I do, I do. The blame for that. Yeah, I'm sure you get the blame for lots of things, Kev. Sorry. Yeah, I do, mate. I do. Yeah, yeah. Both at the rugby club and at home. <laughs> <laughs> so well, I remember, I remember Kev the, the, talking about the fancy dress, but uh, I particularly remember. Uh, going to Scotland Air in 2012, I think we were all drinking in uh, this pub just for a change, and we came out. But you would, what were you dressed as, Batman or Robin? Oh, I, I would, oh, I would have been uh, Robin. You were Robin. Pete, Pete Clarish was Batman, Batman. and I, I was Banana Man. So the three <laughs> of us walked out of this pub, and I just saw these girls driving past and their faces as they saw us walking <laughs> up the ice cream. It's something... <laughs> yeah, something out of a comic programme, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. just looking, wow, yeah. superheroes. You know? Brilliant. Brilliant. So, prior to today's sort of uh, conversation, 
Um, you you guys were tasked with picking your sort of memorable fifteen from the time you were involved with the first team. So what what have you got for us? Uh, where should we start? Should we start with uh, the forwards and the props, or or do you want to do that in a different order? Well, I remember um, Gary Brown. Should uh, we start with the forwards, kids? Yeah, yeah we got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Gary Brown. Um, I obviously, you remember him. Yeah. He, had a life out of me in the changing room, psyching himself up. The way he used to just punch himself in the face and, you know, he used to get me a bit worried at times. He looks <laughs> like he was going to knock himself out. Yeah. But that's uh-huh. my one of Gary. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think what Gary was fantastic. Another one I used to like, and he was very quiet, played for the first team prop for a long time, was Effie. Uh, uh, I just think... You know, Effie just got on with the job quietly and just done it. You know, uh, that was James. You know, he was brilliant. Yeah. So okay. he, he was he was definitely one of my props. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and I think one game me and Kev do remember um, when we played away against Monstead, and they were well, notorious. Their front row were always a bit punchy and stuff. Um, but we had Danny Fitzgerald on the on the. I think he started off on the subs bench, but he brought him on. And on his own, he drove their pack backwards. It was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Danny Fitzgerald, the full fling, he just pushed that Wilson pack backwards. They had no answer to him at all. Yeah, he uh, was awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So, so they are memorable props. Did you Did you have any other props that, that jumping out there, or is it? Uh, should we move on to Hooker? Yeah, go to Hooker then. Go on it. My hooker was uh, Razor. We was playing a game. Uh, I can't remember who he was against now, but he broke his ankle. Oh, he broke his ankle. His foot fell off. It was yeah. just a broken ankle. <laughs> Razor for, for people here. He, he was... Was he captain at the time, uh, or was that before I he was been captain? He might have been. He might have been. And uh, um, yeah, Scott remains his real name, isn't it? So uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, we know him as Razor. But oh yeah, ouch. Yeah, the, ouch. the paramedics. The paramedics turned up, give him gas and air, and he's calling me out. He said, "Kev, Kev, come here quick." So I went over to him. I said, "What's the matter, mate?" He's gone. I feel really drunk. Can you get me a kebab? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of a game and had to move to another pitch, but yeah, that stands out for me, Razor. Oh, all right. <laughs> cool. yeah. we, uh, shall we move, move it? Move on to the second rows. Yeah, I don't want to mention it, but I probably do have to mention it because Kerry Palmer, his service to the second row. Uh, he's not the tallest. He was like me when I had to be called in to play second row. But uh, God, you, you know. He would always give it his 100%, even when he was called to come on to the pitch when he was in the middle of a president's lunch. Yeah. And there's a couple of times he's, he's had to do that, to be fair. We've had a few players, uh, <laughs> unfortunately, second rows or forwards, you know, uh, not making it through the warm-up. And Kerry's been called upon, mm-hmm. even after a couple of pints, to come onto the pitch. And be fair to him, he just got on with it. And uh, and also, obviously, with you, Paul, we've probably... Um, um, can we say at the back of the coach on the away games? <laughs> chili vodka. The, the white pub, yeah, chili vodka comes to mind. Well, to, to be fair, we we stole the idea of, of the chili vodka from the 
what was the fourth team or the Saints then. And Mark Webb had a bit of a uh, a knack for making it. And I had a few conversations with him about how you do it uh, and how you, you, you do it over some time. But if you need to do it quickly, you have to blend the chilies. Uh, and you can do it in a week if you blend the chilies. Uh, and that's probably one of the worst things. It's horrible. It really is horrible. But uh, oh, I don't know I don't know what you mean about the back of the coach. Um no, no idea. <laughs> that's been some other world. Be the wine club. Yeah, the wine club. Yeah, I remember. I remember wine club. That's that's civilized, isn't it? Yeah, usually <laughs> you have nice. a usually you have a glass, though, Paul, not a bottle. Well, you see, see what you can do, isn't it? That's, that's the famous word, there. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, certainly Kerry Kerry could live with all of those things, couldn't he? So. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, I had to mention him because he's my son anyway. So yeah. <laughs> breaking breaking news: Mansky admits news, that he, yeah. is, he is his son. Yeah, I, I have to son. admit it; he is my son. So, so, so on, on following off on that, so why did you give him a girl's name? <laughs> <laughs> That's what completely true, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, go, go, so second row. Any other second rows? Of course. <laughs> go on, go on. Oh, me, me still. Okay, I'll go. Uh, definitely, uh, James. I'll just uh, James Grover springs to mind. Uh, Darren Hawkins, Twiner, of course. Uh, John Snow, I mean, Lloyd Matchett, huge fellow, wasn't he? Yeah. I think he used to dig holes for a living for a gas company, didn't he? No, oh, Lloyd, Lloyd. Lloyd was a teacher. Oh, was he? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I thought he told yeah. me it was a guest. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been his South African sense of humour. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so great, great lads there. You know, uh-huh. yeah. I mean, Darren's now in Australia, isn't he? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. He's just trying to get away from Simon Van Beck, isn't he? So as cousins, <laughs> he's just trying to get as far away as he possibly can. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> So, go, go, who have you got back row then? Um, go on, Kev. I'm trying to think here. Yeah. Oh, Mark Pickett. Oh, was, Pebbles, Pebbles, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mark Pickett, he was a scavenger when he was a very good player. I liked him. He was very good. Why was he called Pebbles? I can't remember why he was called Pebbles. His, um, his degree, wasn't it? In oh, oh, I can't remember the word. In I saw yeah. some of people know the... Uh, Rocks. It was in rocks. The rocks. Yeah. To Google geology. But... Geology and stuff. Yeah. Something around geology. But yeah, he, he, that's what he was studying. So, uh, and he, he moved down to uh, to Cornwall, wasn't it? And, it was. Uh, he was at Camborne uh, School of Mines. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Pebbles. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know why I know that. But beach, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, we had one tour down there. Kev, I think you were, yeah, you were both on that tour to Nuki, weren't you? Did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, well. and, um, I went the week uh, the weekend after with my younger boys. Uh, no, oh, oh, I, thought, yeah. I thought we did it all at oh, the same time. Yeah, it was a joint thing, wasn't it? And no, I thought, that, I thought, huh? no, that was um, Alan Durek's team that went with the seniors. Uh, okay. and I went, oh, oh, right. You went a week later. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Pebbles. Does, does of play tricks on your mind, doesn't it? It Paul, does. It does. It does. I thought it as well, awful. Uh-huh. So, any uh, any other back row players jumping out? Uh, there was a Welshman. There was a Welsh number eight, but I can't remember his name. No, he was terrible. <laughs> he had bad hands like me. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, we we got to mention, I'll tell you, um, Weston. Um, 
first time I saw Westy play uh, when he came from, was it Luton, wasn't it? Um, when he, he came, when he came back from from Luton or before, yeah, he went, when he came back, yeah, okay, yeah. I, 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 you know, there's so much power, and you just realised at what pace and at what power the game could be played at. You know, is you know just roll through tackles. Yeah, it would take two or three tackles to uh, stop him. Yeah, um, you know, it was absolutely mean? awesome at his prime before, unfortunately, yeah. He, his injuries occurred, you know. But, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember Lee Covington from uh, Blackheath? Yes, I do. Him and Humper came That's over. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, was, uh, he was a very good back row player. He was yeah. fast as well, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they... Uh, what was the club they were at? Black, they were at Blackheath, Black weren't Heath. they? Blackheath, and, uh, yeah. Through, Blackheath, Steve, through Steve Pope, we managed to uh, yeah. pick them up for a year, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah right. Paul Lamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shall we move on to halfbacks, or are you um, got anyone else jumping out in the back row there? Or any horrible no, stories you want to tell about any of them? We haven't got time for that. We haven't got time for that. Okay. Are we on scrub offs? Yeah, go on in. Um, well, hopefully Duffrig's listening to this, so I've got, I've got, a, I've got a, a word in for Reese. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I coached him at Colts level, and uh, yeah, he, he he was a fantastic scrum half. And when he came back from South End, you know, he he just learned all the tricks, and he just knew where to position himself. Um, I know uh, Kev wants to talk about Lee Harum, but um, you know, obviously he wasn't as powerful as Lee, but uh, yeah, Reese's positioning—he just always knew where the ball was going to be, and he was constantly urging the team on. Yeah, encouraging the forwards. Yeah, yeah, lovely, lovely player. Yeah, yeah. One one of his nicknames or one of the tours he went on was God, I think, because he was playing so well and uh, and stuff like that. But anyway, I might have overstated it a bit. <laughs> but there we go. So, Kev, you wanted to talk about Lee Heron? Uh, yeah, there was one game. You can pause this a bit, can't you? I can't remember the name of the grounds. Oh, w- w- Wind, Wymondham. Wind, Wind. Windham. Windham, yeah. Windham, yeah. Yeah, we was, uh, we was playing there and it, we, we turned up on a coach and there was about three, three blades of grass on the pitch and that was it. The rest was just mud. Mm-hmm. And they had like a young, uh, he must have been just turned 18, uh, scrum half there and Lee was playing and he tried to, uh, turn Lee over and he got away with it once and then after that, Lee just put him in his pocket, he doing his judo throws on him, running all <laughs> over him. And I just love I just love the way Lee played. He he was just hundred percent, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, you know. But no, I, I thought he done the kid tried, but he ended up being taken off. <laughs> he gave it his best. Yeah. 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 So what about uh, uh fly offs? Did you, who did you come up with? I think there were quite a few fly halves in your time. Yeah, there's one, uh, Danny Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got, um, every time he would take uh, a conversion or a penalty, we used to have a bit of banter with each other. And if he missed, he owed me a pint. And uh, if he got it, I owed him a pint, <laughs> which I think he come out on top most of the time. <laughs> uh, Danny Smith stands out for me with that one. 
<laughs> I bet, I bet. I bet you didn't mind buying him a pint, though, did you? Nah, of course I didn't. Yeah, of course not. Nah, of course not. not at all. Yeah. yeah. So, Danny Smith for you. Yeah, anyone else for you, Steve? Oh, um, oh, I asked. Uh, God, it's so difficult, isn't it? Some of the it's, some uh, of the ones that sort of jumped to mind. Is, uh, I said Nick period. Ford. I've seen Nick yeah. Ford was one, and that's going back a bit. And a lot of people remember him, but he he was he was solid. Nick the you kick. Know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. And he'll get you the points with a kick, you know. Uh-huh. And had a, a good pass on him, you know. Um, he was good. Um, also, he spent a lot of time with Dobbo. So let's move on to the centres then. And uh, who, who have you got in as your your memorable centres? I I first well, yeah, I go first. Yeah, um, Wayne Morgan. Remember Wayne? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's incredibly hard, wasn't he? Really punchy player, going through the middle, and also played back row as well. To be fair to him, didn't he? <laughs> you could, yeah, did, we did play, we, we did play him like that as well, didn't we? Yeah. Uh huh. So Wayne Morgan for you then, um, Manski. So Kev, any any centres jumping out for you? Uh, that Glenn Verner we had. Glenn who? Sorry. Glenn Verner. He ah. also broke his, his ankle, didn't he? When we had the helicopter. Did he? Did he really? Do you remember that one? I uh, think he was playing Ipswich, and they got the air ambulance out for him. Was that Vern? Vern, the South African guy. No, uh, no, this is Glenn Werner. Why do I not remember he, that name? Blimey. That's going to come back and haunt me, I'm sure. Yeah, he broke his ankle, didn't he? Uh, oh, okay. Playing. Oh, nasty. So, so um, yeah, what, 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 what stands out the other than he broke his ankle? Yeah, he was just, uh, he's just his step and his pace and... You know, he wasn't a massive bloke, but he could get around the park really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, a similar player like that, Kev, we were talking about, was uh, Australian, wasn't it? Josh Bowl? Josh Bowl. Josh yeah. Bowl, yeah. Josh Bowl. So back to Australia, doesn't he? I think his visa ran out, I say, which is such a shame. Yeah. You know, he, 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 you know, he was so quick, you know, quick off the mark. Uh, he, he was a Obviously, we have mentioned uh, Billy Stanley, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and obviously his brother Gary played in the centre as well, but I can't, I know he had a nasty knock um, I think when he was playing first team, and that set him back a bit. Yeah. I remember the Stanleys. Mm-hmm. And I suppose, we have to, I suppose we have to mention, um, what's his name? My roomie, Strads. Strads. <laughs> you, 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 you're putting strats in your memorable team here. Yeah. I think I think I think I said it and got away with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did I, Kev? Did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't tell <laughs> Kerry though, because he didn't want him involved no. the other night. <laughs> See, if you put strats in, I mean, strats is still turning out for the, the Saints at the moment, isn't he? So sometimes for the, the second team. So he's good for a, what ten minutes now, sort of thing. So if you want to go and watch him play, they can pop down. See a good ten minutes. Get there early though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tarzi, Tarzi, yeah, Tarzi was good, wasn't he? Very good player. Yeah, he's coming he back as a, well, isn't he? Hopefully. He was a strong bloke, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tall. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I've not got uh, all the programs with their names in, so I can't remember them all. 
I said, Steve, <laughs> Steve sent me a picture with all his paperwork all over his table, so he's well. <laughs> he's done up. his research, yeah. He's done yeah. his research. <laughs> so, yeah, what what wingers stand out to you then? What 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 wingers? Obviously, Lee Smith. He done yeah. well for himself, didn't he? Really, and to Norwich and stuff. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, early days, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he went, to Norwich. he went to Norwich the uh, the year we qualified to play at Twickenham in the Middlesex Sermons and he couldn't play for us um, because he he was at Norwich that year. <laughs> so he was, he was flying for us, but uh, uh, that year away, he, he missed out on that. I bet he's kicked himself about that a few times. But, uh, but, anyway. Hey, Paul, but he, he was able to drive around in a car, weren't he? He did get. They, they did give him a car, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Will Grimley, he uh, was... Uh... Grimley, yeah. Uh, yeah, he almost yes. he almost made he almost made the team with the uh, the Prindy and Kerry put together I think so um, very quick very yeah. quick fast player. Got to mention Matt Howard in the early days. Matt Howard. Matt, Matt Howard only in the early days, not in the latter days. Yeah. No, <laughs> what what stands out to you about Matt? Oh, Matt, it's just so annoying. <laughs> have you have you seen the, the Facebook stuff no. he's been doing in in this lockdown? He's done a magic trick every day for well for the whole period of it. Um, so oh dear, no, I, I do. love him to bits. He always waves when he's driving his fire tender. You know, but, uh, no, he, 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 he was a good winger. Oh, we got to mention Simon Van Becker. We in his prime. SVB, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. I, ne- I nearly killed him in Canada. Why, why did you nearly go. kill him? Oh, we got a knob, I think. Where did we play? We had, um, Nick Hayden. Yeah, I think. We had Nick tour in the Colts. Um, he, he got a knock. What did he do? He broke something. I think he broke his leg, didn't he? Broke his leg, that's right. Because we had to, when we came through the airport, we had, to, we had to get a wheelchair. So he broke his leg. He had an abscess in his mouth. So the last night on tour, I had to feed him with vodka to stop him, um, <laughs> sort of, um, you know, <laughs> yep. crying. You know, <laughs> so that, that that was in Toronto. So I had to feed him with vodka, and I tell you what, I, I wheeled him. I wheeled him through when he came back through Stanford Airport. Don't think any of his family recognised him. Yeah, you know, he, he, he he had a bulged out cheek, broke the leg. You know. He certainly enjoyed that tour, anyway. So. <laughs> Fair anyway, enough. I diverse, yeah. So, um, oh, I've, 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 I did Dan as oh, I've forgotten Neil McMullen. Oh, his centre, wasn't it? My, my yeah. migraine. Yeah, I didn't want to say that, Paul. Headache and migraine in uh, yeah. McMullen, yeah. yeah. You've got to have them in your team, haven't you? Yeah. And, and, <laughs> I don't, I don't avoid, know. And avoid them in every lift. <laughs> so are we moving on to fullbacks here what fullbacks have you, have you uh, got memories of uh, oh, yeah well Rudy yeah yeah. Um, yeah he was a little South African wasn't he he was very steppy yeah, yeah I remember him uh-huh. I say um, James and Ferry do you remember him Jason Faraday, of course, I remember him. Yeah, yeah. 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 he played. He played first team rugby when he was very, well, not very young, but 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 fresh out of Colts or pretty much uh, 
as soon as he was able to, we get we had him in the first team, didn't we? Yeah. Great, yeah, great boot on him, fantastic, yeah. If the weather was nice, <laughs> so so guys, if I was to say, okay, you've got to name your team. If we go back to some of the props you mentioned there, who 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 would be your your first choices? Gary Brown, Effie, Danny Fitz at prop. Two, you can choose two of them. Effie for me. Effie, yeah, and who else? Uh, I'd have to go with oh, yeah, Gary, Gary Brown. Brown. Gary Brown. All oh, right, and yeah, just Razor at. Uh, um, uh, at uh, Hooker then in the second row you named a hundred people here so you went with Kerry James Grover um, Snowy Twiner Hawkins Lloyd you can name one each go on name one each I'd say Grover okay Paul Romanski I'll go I'll go for Twiner Twiner Okay, and in the back row, back row you had Pickett, uh, Weston, Lee Covington, uh, me, I guess, as well. Did you mention him? <laughs> Someone said a Welshman, so I, must, I, don't, I don't think there were any Welshmen in the other Welshmen in the back row. Or they were all keeping it very quiet if they were. Uh, <laughs> so that, I mean, you got you got four there. Did you leave anyone out on that list? Probably, yeah. Yeah, probably. You probably. Have... <laughs> <laughs> or you, I guess, I guess Snowy did play in the back row. So did Hawkins. So if you wanted to throw That's throw right. them into the back row, you could do, I guess. That's it. So did Wayne Morgan. You remember Denzel Grafton? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very proud. Uh, so go on, in. go on in. Yeah, I mean, Mark, uh, I've got to go with Westy. Westy. And I suppose you were eight, Paul. And then, I guess, Kev, you, your first one off the tongue was Pebbles. Uh, pick it, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Pebbles, yeah. Okay. Now, here you go. You've got to make a decision now. You've got, you've got Mansky's relationship with Reese Powell going through the youth section, and you've got Kev's love of Lee Harron throwing people around. So, you you, you can't have two scrum miles. Who are you going to go for? Oh, uh, okay. We'll go for Charlie Woodington then. Charlie Woodington. <laughs> <laughs> Woodington, fantastic. Good, 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 good. And, and you only had one ten, really, Danny Smith. I know we talked about Dobbo and Nick Ford and others, but you seem to both be leaning towards Danny Smith. Would that be fair? Yeah. 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 He's for me. Cheeky Smithy. Yeah, yeah. Sidestep. Yeah. And then your centres, you've gone with Morgan, um, uh, Glenn Verner. Sure. Stradlin, Josh Bowl, uh, the Stanley brothers, Strads hey. and Tarzi. So you got you can pick one each again. I'll go Josh Bowl. Josh Bowl. Okay. And you? Oh, um, I'll go for Billy. Billy Stanley. Billy Stanley. Okay. And then wingers, you had Lee Smith, Grimley, Matt Howard, Simon Van Beck. Neil McMullen. God, again, you can choose one each. I'll go Grimley. Grimley, okay. And then Maskey? I'll go for Lee Smith. Lee Smith. And then your fullback options were Rudy or James McFerrin? I'll, I'll go for um, 
fuzzy because I always want the fuzzy. referee to be on my side. <laughs> Another yellow card. He never talked back to a referee, did he, fuzzy? <laughs> he did. <laughs> no, no, he, all the time, constantly. Yeah, there we go. So you, you, you're going to change your mind and bring fuzzy into the equation now, then? Just try. I've thrown you, Paul. That's all. You throw me. You throw me. All right. <laughs> So then that means that your your team is Gary Brown and Effie in the front row with Razor. Second rows of Twiner and Grover. Well, we wouldn't be short a line-out ball, would we? Um, uh, Pickett, me, and Weston in the back row. Um, Charlie Woodington at half, uh, scrum half. Danny Smith at outside half. Uh, Josh Bowl and Billy Stanley in the centre. Lee Smith and Will Grimley on the wing and Fozzie at fullback because he wanted to throw me. There we go. Fantastic. Yes, right, thank, thank you, gentlemen. That is, that is great. So we should get back to some of the more serious things that are going on as well. I mean, Mansky, you've got a role at the moment with uh, uh, the, the sort of volunteers coordinator. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how that, that's going on? What sort of things you get up to there? Um, yeah, it's been, been a bit strange uh, during the um, this COVID period because uh, obviously just before uh, in February this year, we I was sitting down with um, our president Alan Price and we were putting nominations through for the Essex Awards, Volunteers Essex Awards. And of course, unfortunately, COVID it's all gone very flat. Um, mm-hmm. It's usually at the Mitsubishi Awards as well, where we put uh, people forward. Uh, last year, we had your Harlow, your Essex, where we had a lot of, lot of successes. Um, you know, D- Dave Sharp went to the finals in, um, in Chelmsford last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, um, it's been, um, rather strange, but in this period of time, I must admit, uh, it wasn't me, but, uh, Tux produced a volunteers pack, um, which is actually, fan- yeah, it's fantastic. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it it shows it contains all the role profiles of um, you know volunteers positions in the club. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know it it, it it really does look it really looks professional. And anyone who wants to volunteer for the club, um, basically step by step, they're guided through what they need to do. Even before I, if you're a coach or a manager, before you do that role, there's certain obviously forms certain checks. I like the DBS checks that need to be done, and it's all in this pack. So it actually got the pathway through various jobs or roles a volunteer does through the club. You know, so it is very professional. Oh, excellent. So, so, just, so where, can pe- where can people get copies of that if they want to have a look or they're interested in volunteering? Well, it was, it was sent out to volunteers and some of our members, but uh, and it was posted on Facebook. Um, at the moment, okay. um, our volunteer, uh, the volunteers, um, space on the, on the Harlow website, uh, yeah. is being updated. So it will be on the website very, very soon. So that's really exciting. Okay. Um, so a, an example where it works, um, we needed a grants manager and, uh, be fair, Ken Potter caught hold of this. I sent him the pack and in that had the role profile for the, Grants manager, and um, you know he, he said, yeah, I'd like to take the role on board. You know, fantastic. You know, um, I think Ken Ken's ideal for that sort of role. He's in the insurance business. You know, uh, he's he's already um, proved his worth um, with Rugby Force, where we he helped me and we you know, a small sum, but we got a grant of five hundred pounds. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so um, you know he's now um, our grants manager. So you know, it just shows you what this booklet can do, and yeah. you know. Just gives a bit more visibility of what's out there. I mean, I think we're looking for uh, sort of a member's representative on the uh, exec. We're looking for uh, a mini's chairman because uh, Nicola Wicks is uh, yeah. standing down and a mini's fixture right. secretary. Um, but also club referees, first aiders, all the information on those roles is in that pack, isn't it? So if anyone's mm. interested, they so should get hold of a copy and uh, have a chat with you, perhaps. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or email me, you know. Um, yeah, that's okay. the thing to do. Excellent, excellent. Um, okay, so uh, that's the serious bit out of the way. You said that the exec stuff might be a bit boring, um, Steve, but I don't think it is. I think there's, there's lots it's of opportunities. Boring. It's, not, it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's not boring at all, actually. I've learned a hell of a lot. Um, yeah. I've been working with the likes of Alan Brookie, who's been fantastic during this period of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, working through all this and now obviously we're very very busy in planning you know the opening of the rugby club um, risk assessments um, you know planning the return back to rugby when that's going to be looking at our budget for next season Um, there is a great deal of stuff to be going through in the next month you know yeah Um, Yeah. so if you had an extra pair of hands Steve, what what could that extra pair of hands help you with? Well, I want Wendy to basically operate my computer because <laughs> Paul, you know, I'm hopeless on the computer. So the uh, you know Tracy, Tracy, where the Nina homes are a godsend because they're so good on Facebook and stuff, you know. And obviously Tux, uh, with me being an old timer, it's not my uh, forte. So I'm more hands on. So you know, I've been sort of. Uh, you know, helping Alan down the club, um, getting the club prepared. This Friday, we're going to go down. I'm going to go down and help him, like, uh, start painting the tables. You know, repairing them. You know, so starting getting set up because basically, hopefully, we're four week four weeks away from opening. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, not look. That's not all good. So yeah, if I if if I'll, I'll use Wendy's pair of hands just to do my um, my typing for me. Really. <laughs> and Kev, I mean. I mean, you already have Wendy as your extra pair of hands, but uh, um, what are you up to next? And uh, would you like some ideas? Because I think I've got a few that I could pass you on uh, if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, uh, I'd need extra pair of hands to drink some more now because uh, I'm not doing nothing. I've finished, I've retired, and that's it. You've finished, you've retired, and that's it. You did the t- yeah. Today you've managed to successfully get some money back for the senior tour, which is a accomplishment in itself. And I know you've had some help getting that money back, but uh, taking that on has been uh, a significant thing to 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 do. Uh, but you've got there must be something else that we can maybe talk you into getting involved with. No, I don't think so, mate. I think I've uh, so got finally quiet. finished, and I wonder who talked me into organising the tour as well. <laughs> well, I got you into doing a tour. I didn't think I'd get you on a podcast, but I've got you on a podcast as well. So, <laughs> so uh, 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 what we need is that bar to open and just to sit down and have a little chat again. I think. <laughs> but, uh, and so, a question to both of you. I mean, just as uh, uh, as we wrap up today's call, I mean, if the club had sort of this endless money and it's a question I've been asking to a lot of people but what what do you think that the uh, the club should really invest in uh, for the future for me I think it should be a smoker shelter 
A smoker's shelter. <laughs> no, uh, it's got to be, if you've got the money like that, then it's got to be invested in the youth up to Colts, like from 16s to Colts, in uh, getting the coaches up to level three standard, if we could, uh, just to improve the players. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people have said that, that, that youth investment there, but Steve, what, what, what do you think we should uh, uh, be investing yeah, in? Please. You know, obviously carry on with, you know, the, the minis, the juniors are very, very important, you know. And obviously not forgetting the ladies and the girls rugby, you know. We're all one body. And uh, uh, investment. Well, initially we need more lighting. Yeah. <laughs> Car park, because everyone's, everyone's driven through them, the lights. Yep. So we need higher lighting. We need lighting up to the, um, up to the pitches and we need lighting... Um, I on some of the pitches so we can scrummage and stuff like that. But uh, money is needed to that. I think it, I think we've got to be very careful on our steps going forward. I think at the moment we're sort of, uh, when we get through this period, it, we're bordering on, you know, uh, how do I say it? Between sort of, we, we've got to decide where we are as a club. What, mm. What's our goal? Yeah. Because obviously we know, we know, club, you know, we know clubs above us, obviously professionals, they pay their players, and mm. we're not in a position to do that. Um, but I think gradually we've just got to build up and build up and build up. But, um, you know, I don't know where the answer is for that yet. You know, where we see ourselves ultimately as a club and what division. Yeah. Obviously, I, th- I know Tux's vision, and I think my vision initially is to get us into Division 1, you know, and... Uh, you know, play a good standard of rugby there and then regroup from there and see yeah. how it goes. But um, no one really knows until we get over this period of COVID that what, you know, kind of position clubs and rugby is going to be in. Um, you look at the in- England RFU, they're struggling. Twickenham's closed. Yeah. There's nothing coming in. Um, yeah. So I think they're saying the next four or five years are going to be very difficult times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. And on that note, what make, what makes you proud about our club? Well, what is it that's important to you, and you feel a real sense of pride with? I think I think he started off like not so much now, but it was all homegrown players, and uh, the warm welcome you get when you go into the club, and obviously other teams arrive to our club and think, you know, wow, what have we got, and they're all welcomed in there by everybody, and it's it's just a good feeling for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what about what about you, always, um, uh, Steve? No, I agree with Kevin. There, we've always been known as a hospitable club. You know, welcoming sides to you know the old Rand schools and now uh, Latin Park. You know, mm-hmm. been re- renowned for uh, really looking after our visitors. May that continue. Yeah. And I just I just hope through the club from minis. You know, juniors, Colts, ladies, girls, the seniors, that everyone's proud to be wearing that red, green shirt in our side, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, you know, uh, be proud to wear it, represent Harlow Rugby Club, you know? Uh, I, I don't know, it's just, we're, we're just a fantastic rugby club. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. And, and we've got fantastic, and at that point, I'd just like to, and we've got fantastic people within the club. And I just, at this point, would like to just thank all our volunteers for all the hard work that they do do. Um, they do do. I know, 
manages the Colts. Got, got to love a doo doo. Oh, is that a doo doo? <laughs> well, you got you got to finish with a doo doo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got one more question uh, to say. What are you looking forward to? But uh, you've now done a doo doo all over it. So. But yeah, I mean the guys. Every Saturday, Sunday, the volunteers are out there. And then mm. you've got the other bits and pieces going forward. You know, if, uh, like, you've got the carnival, you know, um, I go on Facebook and say, can we have some volunteers? Before I know it, we've got, you know, we've got a carnival group. And it, mm-hmm. it was so successful, like, a year ago. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Advertising the rugby club, advertising Latin Park, um, advertising our physio, you know, um, SV, and, uh, you know, obviously Westie and his crew. Mm. You know, it, you know, it's absolutely brilliant day that was, and uh, and then you've got the, you know, it's careful now when he's done his his tours. You, it's not just the managers, coaches. It's the first aiders, the people run on with the water, you know, mm-hmm. the people do the admin, the fixtures, and of course, last of all, Kev, the people who do the car parking. <laughs> yeah, 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 and get grief for it. Yeah, <laughs> send the people up to. Uh, Puffer's green, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. seriously, i just like to thank you to everyone at Highland Rugby Club, all the volunteers. Um, you're all fantastic. So thank you very much. Excellent. So what are you, two words sort of thing, or three words or one sentence at the most sort of thing. What, what are you looking forward to when we get out of this this situation and, and things get more back to normal? Well, Kev, Kev, you can go first. Um basically just to be able to get down and start meeting your friends and watching a good game of rugby mm-hmm. uh, you know obviously it's been missed quite a bit so I've had to do too much work at home so I'd be glad to get back down the club again. <laughs> introduce the grandkids to the club there you go that's it absolutely <laughs> absolutely yeah. what about you uh, Mansky what are you what are you thinking yeah indeed beating up uh, I, I can't wait for my next uh, the next president's lunch you know, they're, they're so good um, bringing people together. And, uh, you know, Alan and I have been trying, well, as you know, Paul, inviting mm-hmm. minis and junior section to to the meals, you know, the ladies. Um, and I think that's worked really well um, in bringing the whole club together. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the, the first President's Lunch and, uh, you know, uh, uh, hopefully... Yeah remembering this period, you know, putting this period of time behind us. And so when I have a conversation with Pricey, I've taken away from today, I've got to talk about the cheeky girls with him. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll bring that into the conversation. But until until we meet again, until we can share a beer again, thank you very much, gentlemen, for your time today. Uh, it's been a, a lovely trip down the, the sort of memory lane there. I have to say, you have, you have the picked a, a team which I didn't think that you would have picked as we were going through there but uh, some great memories as we've gone through that so thank you very much for that uh, and thank you for your time so take care and until we have a beer right thank you very much Paul cheers thanks Paul see you soon see you, man. See you soon bye thank you for listening to the House of Rams podcast we hope you've enjoyed it and found it interesting we'd love to hear your feedback so please get in touch through Facebook or email me direct with your thoughts If you'd like to appear on one of our podcasts or showcase what you're doing at the club, please email me on paulowenynan at gmail.com or contact me through Facebook. Watch out for our next release and thanks for listening.